Hello and welcome to Remember God Loves You and I'll meet you at the finish line. I hope you guys are having a fantastic day because I know I am because today is a day that the Lord hath made and we shall rejoice and praise and be glad in it and God is good all the time and all the time God is good. Well I made it to Dallas Fort Worth actually outside of DeSoto at the Oak Cliff Church uh, Oak Cliff Bible Fellowship Church, uh, who is pastored by Dr. Tony Evans. I was blessed to be able to uh, hear him speak and have a wonderful conversation with him. And if you guys are in the Texas area, I highly suggest you to check out his church. It is a beautiful church. Um, it seats about 3,200 people. Very beautiful. Um, and I highly suggest also you to just listen on Dr. Tony Evans because he's got a lot to say about Jesus and he's got a passion and he is on fire for God. So with this in mind, we're going to start off with a word of prayer because there is a particular gift that God gives us each and every single one of us and that is the Holy Spirit. So we're going to dwell, we're going to, um, we're going to explain a little bit more and we're going to dive right on in. All right, dear Holy Father, we thank you, Lord, for a beautiful day. We thank you for a lot of learning, Lord, learning to be a better leader, Lord, in our families and in our church, as well as in our community. We thank you for the wonderful people from all around the world, literally, that have come to this leadership summit in Dallas, Texas. How we can be able to gather as brothers and sisters of all different walks of life under one unity, which is to spread your word. We pray for the travels, Lord, that each of those individuals made, that they can be um, that they can travel back safe at home after this event. We pray for the volunteers and the faculty staff that took hours and days to plan this ahead uh, for this event so that we can all fellowship together. Lord, may you guide us and protect us as we go forward, that you can renew our hearts and that we can be able to uh, use the gift of the Holy Spirit as our personal, um, as our conviction to do what's, what's right when no one's looking. And in Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. So if you have your Bibles open, I was just kind of thinking, you know, today throughout the whole day, and um, I was thinking and I was like pondering on uh, what God had to say for my heart. And I feel like this is the most respectable one. So if you have your Bibles open, we're going to be in Acts chapter 2, verses 37 through 39. And it states, Now... When they heard this, they were cut to the heart and said to Peter, The rest of the apostles, now brethren, men and brethren, what shall we do? Then Peter said to them, Repent and let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. For the promise is to you and to your children and to all who are afar off, as many as the Lord our God will call. Amen and amen. And if we also jump to Ephesians chapter 1, verses 11 through 14, and it states, In him also we have obtained an inheritance, being predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will, that we who first trusted in Christ should be to the praise of his glory. In him you also trusted, 
after you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also, having believed, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise, who is the guarantee of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased positions to the praise of his glory. Amen and amen. Romans chapter 8. The best chapter, I think, in regards of the Holy Spirit, in regards of the gifts that God gives us. Romans chapter 8, verses 5 through 11. And it states, For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the flesh, but those who live according to the Spirit, the things of the Spirit. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Because the carnal mind is an enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, nor indeed can be. So then, those who are in the flesh cannot please God. But you are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit. Indeed, the Spirit of God dwells in you. Now, if anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, he is not his. And if Christ is in you, the body is dead because of sin. But the Spirit is life because of righteousness. I'm going to reread that again, that verse 10. Uh, of Romans 8.10. And if, and if Christ is in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the spirit is life because of righteousness. Amen. And amen. But if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. In you. Amen. And amen. And last but not least, we have Luke chapter 11, verse 13. It states, If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him? Amen. And amen. God is good all the time. And I know I've read a lot of Bible verses and we went through, jumped all over the Bible. And I know it kind of can be a little bit confusing and just kind of uh, hard to understand. But with all the readings that we did and with the, just an in-depth study of the Holy Spirit, I think just today, I was thinking about Acts chapter 2, verse 38. And it states, And Peter said to them, Repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. So the Bible speaks about various gifts of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit himself is presented as a gift. If you repent, turn away from your sins and accept Jesus's offer of forgiveness you will receive the Holy Spirit. Receiving the Holy Spirit is not a privilege reserved for someone, for some super believers. 
nor does it require any experience in the faith. So I want to kind of focus on that as well. No matter, you don't have to be a super believer. You just can be, as long as you are just, you love God and you understand what he has a plan for you, you have received the Holy Spirit and you ask a true forgiveness of your heart and you turn away from the wicked ways and the depravity of your lifestyle. And anyway, we are going to mess up daily. You will. I will. I mess up daily every single day. But I have assurance that the Holy Spirit still indwells in me because I'm not like I used to be. I'm not like how I used to be, where I used to be rambunctious and I used to be hypocrite. And, you know, I'd go to work one day and it'd be like, um, I'd be at work one day and next thing you know, I change my mind and I flip-flop my positions. That's the depravity of man. But now, since I have the Holy Spirit, I can indwell in God's providence and in His compassion and His tender mercies. So you will receive the Holy Spirit in your heart as soon as you come to faith. The moment you come to faith, you receive the Holy Spirit. The Apostle Paul clarifies this by saying, Anyone who does not have the Spirit of Christ does not belong to him. Romans 8, 9. And as we continue on, in the same chapter, Paul explains what it means to have the Spirit. It means to live according to the Spirit, according to God's will, and to set your mind on the things of the Spirit instead of just earthly things. He transforms your heart and cleans and cleanses you from sin. He renews your mind when you get the Holy Spirit to dwell in you. Moreover, the Holy Spirit guarantees you'll have eternal life. No, not just your soul, but also with your body. He who raised Christ Jesus from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. Romans 8, 11. So it's interesting. While most of us think that we're going to die, our earthly bodies, we're going to decay. I hate to say it. You and I, we're going to pass away. Your bodies are going to pass away. And you know what? I'm kind of glad that we get renewal of bodies. But our Holy Spirit is going to indwell with Jesus Christ forever and ever. And here's how I also think the Holy Spirit has. As conviction. You know, before, when we are in depravity of man, we don't have, we lack conviction. We lack of the consciousness. You know, for instance, when we go out, when we go out and about, and you see a $100 bill on the ground. Now, a real $100 bill, not a fake one. And you're, and when you walk a little bit further, you see somebody going back tracking and looking for the $100 bill. But you have the $100 bill in your hand. And he comes up to you and asks, is this my $100 bill that I dropped on the ground? Now, you have a conscience in your heart to whether say yes or no. That is the Holy Spirit that gives us conscience. And if you are with the Holy Spirit that indwells in you, if you're a follower of Christ, you're going to say, hey, yes, I did find it. Here's the $100 bill that you dropped. And that's just what Jesus would do. 
and I wouldn't deceive or wouldn't lie about it. And that's the, that's the overall summarization of the Holy Spirit. And with this in mind, we're going to end it with a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for bringing us together. We thank you that we can just come here in reverence of you, Lord. Now we just are so blessed to have the Holy Spirit to indwell in each and every single one of us, Lord. Lord, we just pray that we can just cleanse our hearts, our minds, our bodies, and our souls. Because you are a sovereign God. You are a God who loves his children so much that you sent your son to die on the cross. You sent your son to die on the cross so that we may be made new in the eyes of you, Lord. That Jesus may be the, the perfect sacrifice, just like the perfect lamb. A lamb without blemish. A lamb without any sin in his heart, with no spots. Lord, we come to you just being thankful that you truly love us. And I pray for anyone that does not know you, Lord, that they, come, that they can come to you. That they may come to you in reverence. And that they can come to you in just acknowledgement that you love them. And that there is a person that loves them so much. And I know that a lot of people are wondering, where are you, O Lord, during these times? You are here, Lord. You are amongst us. And you're calling on your church to set a revival, Lord. So we pray that we may have a revival of you, Lord. So I pray for each of our hearts that we can stay focused on you, that we can figure out that goal, and that we can focus on that prize that you have set before us so that when we cross that finish line, O oh Lord, we can run into your arms and we can hear you say to us, well done, my good and faithful servant. And in Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. Well, I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. And if you're in a beautiful Lone Star state of Texas, enjoy the gorgeous weather like I will be doing tonight. And remember, God loves you. And I'll meet you at the finish line. Have a blessed day. Bye.